Hey, this is Jim. Today's episode was very validating for the team and I. It's something we've been excited about for a while. We've been working behind the scenes for a while on this, but now we're excited to put it out there publicly and introduce you to one of the instructors from one of the major universities that we've been working with to help educate students on campuses about how to tackle e-commerce the right way using the strategies we teach in the Proven Amazon course. That's right. A major university is using the Proven Amazon course content to create success stories. And we're working very closely with an instructor named Dana Frederick. We'll be bringing him on in just a moment. And today's unusual as well because there's also a video, and I'll explain more about that in a minute. You can watch the video as well. But it was just cool for me as I'm recording this introduction after having done the interview already. It was very cool for me to learn that states, governors, major university presidents, they're really starting to lock in on this concept of we need more entrepreneurs. We need people starting businesses. We're going to fund these efforts. We need more people out there starting businesses because that's 80% of our economy. I don't know if you realize that or not, but the small business owners in the United States make up 80% of the economy, 80% of the hiring and the money that's flowing through our economy is coming from small business owners. That's why we need so many more of them. That's the future of our economy. And where can you go if you want to start a business? There's a lot of places to go, but what's really working well, consistently, predictably well with very low investment, very low time and energy and education curve, very small from the path from starting point to actually making money. Well, it's e-commerce. It's the stuff we teach in the Proven Amazon course. And today is evidence that what I say is true because there's universities starting to implement this stuff. So we're going to jump over now. You're going to meet Mr. Dana Frederick. We're going to learn a little bit about him and how he's implementing some of these concepts onto the campus of Missouri State University. This is super cool stuff. Enjoy this interview. Hey, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim. And we're doing something a little different today. I've only made a couple videos in the past of episodes, and we're going to start doing more of this. You guys have told us you want this, so we're going to start doing more where you actually see the guest on the screen with me when we have guests, and you can watch it on YouTube if you want. I know a lot of you have YouTube accounts, maybe YouTube Red, and you can download the video and check it out in real time, that sort of thing. So going forward, a lot of our episodes, the majority of them, hopefully, will be video episodes. Let us know what you think leave us some feedback. So if you're just listening to this right now, that might not make much sense. But if you go to the show notes, you'll see a link. There's actually a video that accompanies this episode. You can watch that video or just keep checking out the audio like you always have for those of you who enjoy that. But today I've got a guest with us who is from Missouri State University. That's one of the schools we've been talking to about using our content, the proven Amazon course content, to help their students actually establish real businesses as part of their business training. So I thought, hey, that would be a really cool guest. So today I've got Mr. Dana Frederick on the line. We'll bring him on screen here in just a second. He is married to his wife, Teresa, of 15 years. He's got two kids, a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old who just uh, had her seventh birthday. He just got her ears pierced, he was telling me. So a boy and a girl. But what a cool dude. I've had a little bit of time to get to know him a little bit today. So we're going to dive in and, and talk about today you know, of the entire landscape of business opportunities that are out there. 
for university students or for anybody for that matter, where should we be paying attention? And Dana's had the chance to kind of think it through from that angle. And they're paying attention to the Amazon opportunities, to e-commerce, specifically using the proven Amazon course concepts and content to do some really special things. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Dana on screen with me now so you can meet him. Hey, Dana, how are you, man? Great, Jim. Thanks for being a guest today, buddy. I really appreciate your time. And we've had a great chat so far on some really cool stuff. Let's fill the listeners in and, and just tell us briefly a little bit about your stuff. And then uh, did I leave anything out of the introduction? And, and let's dive into what you're up to, man, because I'm excited about this. No, I appreciate the time. Appreciate the opportunity. Like Jim said, uh, I've been teaching since about 2007, uh, focus in management entrepreneurship here at Missouri State. Been in Springfield, Missouri since 2002. Started my Amazon business back in May of 2014. Since then, have been rocking and rolling. Became a PAC member uh, a while back, but haven't stopped since. And part of my passion of doing this and teaching and how those two come together is I enjoy talking with the students about this. I enjoy not just teaching them the concepts of a business plan in an entrepreneurship class, but actually showing them how to take a physical product and take it to market, especially if they don't know where or how to do that. And the Amazon platform is perfect to do that. Love it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Some of the things you were talking about doing uh, with the students, and I want to dive into that direction. Sure. Because I think this is a model that's going to take off. You know, one of the things we've learned as we started talking to different universities, yours and a handful of others, is especially the entrepreneur programs, they're struggling to crank out entrepreneurs. Like there's something missing in the game plan because the, the, these kids are going through the entrepreneurship program and then they're coming out and getting jobs, you know, which is right. fine. Good for you. Got a great job. That's awesome. But we're kind of trying to build an entrepreneur here. <laughs> so as one, as one administrator put it, he, was t- he told us candidly, like the dirty little secret of entrepreneurship programs in the United States is we're not cranking out entrepreneurs. Can you help us? And, and so this, these real world steps, I'd like to hear you talk a little bit about that. Like, what is it that you see specifically in the Amazon opportunity that gives you a, the greatest chance of turning out students who are capable of starting and launching their own businesses? Like, put that in perspective for us. Okay. Well, to kind of give you a little bit of background and everybody else, where we're coming from. About three, four months ago, after teaching an e-commerce class, I realized that just teaching them the history of Amazon or showing them a few tools to use if they had a website and a company already, it's just not the best way to utilize a class. And that was my, that's my personal opinion. That's not administration. It's not my boss. It's just me saying, I want to do something different. And I, and I always try and approach class from that standpoint of try something different. And, and so what, what we've done is we started looking at how can we be different be bold. That's kind of our slogan on campus. Right. I love um, it. In our, in our boss, you know, my boss, my department has given us permission to be bold. And so being on the curriculum committee for the entrepreneurship department, I said, or program, I said, Hey, let's try something different. I do this. There are tens of thousands, millions of people that do this, but there are also small businesses that have product in small markets that can't grow because they're limited to their 170,000. They're limited to 25,000 people in their market. That's one way we can help them. We can teach our students to be consultants, to go in. You've taught that. You, you teach that in the, in the PAC course. Why can't we utilize that same information and help our students be successful that way? That way, when they graduate, they're not working 
for a company. They are their company consulting with another company. Great. But the idea behind this is that we create a, an entrepreneurship certificate program that any major on campus could take. We see a gap and a need that products or students have products, they have ideas, but they don't know what to do with it. And so we would like to help bridge that gap and introduce this concept. No guarantees yet. It has to go through all the uh, processes. But personally, I'm, I help students do this and I enjoy doing that. And the whole idea is that we help them start a business. Um, that's the short term. Long term is we eventually, hopefully we can start a student run business on campus that they go through this class and, and at the same time, they can be physically doing it in the uh, student-run business that's associated with the university and maybe even generate some scholarship money. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Create, a, create an on-campus internship program that you know, they can jump in, they can learn the basics, they could do the prepping, the pack and the research and everything. build a business on campus and they can take these skills with them then into the marketplace. And I, I love what you said about turning them into consultants that just gives you options. It gives you so many options. Instead of having you know, a resume and you're looking for one specific job, you can go out and help any business that has a product that they're trying to sell more of. You mentioned these businesses with limited markets. You're talking like you'd said 170,000, like a geographic limitation. Yep. And they're trying to distribute their product maybe in a city, a small product. And your students will be equipped to say, hey, you know what? Let's get this product in front of a global audience. I know how to do that. I learned how to do that. Right. So these kids have a a skill set that can take them in multiple directions then. I love that vision. Uh, and honored that you guys are leaning towards the Proven Amazon course content. That's, I mean, it's very validating for us to be hearing from universities. You know, we've been doing this for uh, 16, uh, me personally, probably 18 years, the team, you know, 16 plus. And we haven't heard from a whole lot of universities. And now suddenly we're starting to hear from several. And it's, it was very validating that we're, there's this crossover happening and we have the same goal in mind. Right. We want to create entrepreneurs. I think the world needs more entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right? And regardless of what your degree or what you're studying, you need to approach it with an entrepreneurial spirit. And I know you've got a vision that goes well beyond even the school of business. You're talking about including anybody on campus. Absolutely. Absolutely. We feel that there is a need. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure most campuses have this need as well. And you know, not just business majors, but it could be an art major, uh, a scientist, an engineer that has come up with an idea, a product in one of their labs. And they're like, cool, this is awesome. What are we going to do with it? And it sits there, right? How it's do, like, it's like we're, word out. Yeah, the, how do we sell this post-it note? I mean, what do we do with this adhesive? Yep. And, and so the whole idea is we would run them through, you know, the three courses. Yes. And using a lot of the resources from the PAC course, we would give them the basic, here's Amazon, here's how you set up an account, here's how you can, and I stole one of your titles. So, you know, selling products with confidence. And, and part of the idea is introducing them to private label, how to source, how to talk with the manufacturer, how to also grow their team. I, you talk about that all the time. And once you hit that point in your business, you need to be focusing on these other things, adding more product ideas, you know, focusing on how to expand in that direction versus just packing and taping boxes, you yeah, know? And so yeah. 
personally, I think that the students have to and need to go through the entire process. They need to tape boxes. They need to put items in poly bags. They need to understand how to put the label on the product to send in an, to Amazon. What is a what is a SKU? What is an efficient SKU? What is what mm-hmm. is Amazon's label versus UPC? How do we get those UPCs? How do we create a listing and take photos properly? Do the keyword research? All of that. Yeah. Yeah. They I need to understand. Agree. It reminds me of, you know, I heard um, in the Japanese culture, I was reading an article, it's been a while back, but if you go into the hotel and hospitality industry in Japan, Mm -hmm. you can get a degree, a serious four-year college degree in hotel management Mm -hmm. and hospitality, high-end with the goal of, I want to manage and and operate a hotel one day. Mm -hmm. Without exception, it doesn't matter what degree you come in with, you clean toilets the first several months. (laughs) It's like, we don't care about your big fancy degree, mister. And I love that culturally about the Japanese, uh, that whole concept of, hey, you're not above putting tape on boxes. None of no. us are. As you're learning the basics of this business. Now, you don't want to be doing it for three years. No. But that's the reality of shipping physical product is someone's putting tape on a box somewhere. It should be you, at least initially, get to know the, you know, the process. And then, yeah, you want to be growing yourself constantly. It's been years since I put tape on a box. But if this Q4, things blow up and I get a phone call, it's like, get on a plane, (laughs) bring three of your kids. Things just blew up. Like, yeah, we're putting tape on boxes. So you've got to be willing to be humble, but always be growing and building systems. And I love, like, I I want to dig into your business a little bit. It's not massive by any means, but it is very significant. It's something you should be proud of. You've got a very healthy six-figure Amazon business of your own. You've got a warehouse now. You've got some of the students involved in it already. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and, and that sure. journey. So yeah, I started back in May of 2014. And I can't take credit for stumbling on this myself. I have, I have a buddy named Todd, uh, you know, great friend that moved back to town, started doing research. We actually had a Kmart closing. He came up to town or sent me a message, said, hey, I'm coming into town Saturday. Let's go to Kmart. I'm thinking, it's Kmart. It's closing. It's closing for a reason, right? Because no one goes to Kmart. And so we, uh, he's like, hey, I'm going to show you what I do. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you do? He's like, I'm going to sell this stuff on Amazon. So I went with him and we, we bought stuff. He bought stuff, you know, and he's showing me the seller's app. I think we used, not to drop any name, but we used Profit Bandit. At the time, yeah, and so he's like, he, he's like, here's your here here you here's my sign in, and so I put it on my phone, and I was scanning stuff, and he was showing me how to use it, and I went back. So he came up on Saturday, he bought a bunch of stuff. I went back on Sunday, and I spent like two hundred fifty bucks. And let me tell you, man, I was shaking. I'm like, oh man, I just spent two hundred fifty dollars. What am I going to do with all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, um, sent it in, and it started to sell, right. You, everybody, you know, that's, that's the big thing, right? First thing a lot of people do is they, they jump up in the morning and they, and they go to their seller app and be like, hey, how many sells? And one, two, three, four. You're like, wow, maybe, maybe this stuff actually does this work. This works. You know? <laughs> so that was May. In July, we went on like a 24, 26-hour uh, retail arbitrage road trip. And so we're, we're located in the Midwest. And so we jumped in uh, one of our vehicles and drove. We left, we left probably six, seven o'clock at night. And we didn't get back until about that the next, the next day. And we went and we hit 
some small towns, big towns. And we came across this one Walmart and we walk in, you know, first thing, like you talked about in one of your recent episodes, you know, you, you went grocery shopping, but you still hit the clearance aisle. Sure. Why not? So we, we looked up, right? Walmart usually has clearance signs. We looked up, we went back and we started going down one of the aisles. And so we saw, we were actually looking through stuff and we saw a customer and she's like, Hey, they've got more clearance stuff over there. <laughs> and we went down this row and we didn't even have to scan. We had, I think by the time we left, we had three carts. I mean, we were just, it was Legos. It was everything, electronics, little, little Nintendo, uh, handheld game devices, you know, and, and they had, I don't know, 10 of them left and they were like 99 bucks. And I asked the store manager, he was there. I was like, Hey, if we buy them all, you know, can you give me a better price? And he's like, sure. I'll take another 10 bucks off of each. Well you know? done, man. Yeah. I love that you, uh, always ask for a discount and let them name a price. Two brilliant tips built in. Yeah, right there. I absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. I well, I mean, fast forward a little bit, you know, a year later, the, the following fall and a year later, Using a similar technique, I'd always, you know, Walmart generally clears out a bulk of their products twice a year now. They always have clearance, but the big bulk is usually twice a year now. It's usually February, first part of February into January, and just right now as they're starting Q4 stuff. The Christmas stuff in, absolutely. Space. Yeah, I've been uh, cleaning up. <laughs> absolutely. Great time to go. But mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, they had this, all the clearance in the uh, lawn and garden section. I mean, toys, 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 toys. And so I, I asked if I could talk to the manager if they were in. And so he came over. I said, hey, I want to buy a lot of stuff. I said, um, if I write down the price I'm willing to pay, can we then go from there? He's like, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me the price you're willing to pay and how many you want to buy. And so I, I got out my piece of paper and I'd write down the item, you know, quick description. I'd be like, okay, you've got them down for... $10. I'll take them all if I can get them for $750. You know, and I'm and already on clearance. And so I ended up having two assistant store managers walking around with me, pushing carts, and we were checking out in the back lawn and garden area. Just have I had a great time. You know, they pushed everything out to the vehicle, helped me load it up. You know, my thought is, you know, three grand later at that location, they got rid of some inventory that it was going to take up space and eventually they'd have to pack up and put in a 52 foot container and haul back out next year. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm, it was, it was a great trip. And then That's the next, beautiful, man. next day went to another one. I love it. Yeah. So, and, and that, you know, those opportunities are still out there. These, that's not like the good old days. You know, one of the frustrating parts about this business for me is there's always the people say, Oh, that, well, that used to work and it doesn't anymore. We're in the infancy. And I love that's one of the comments you made when we were talking before we started recording is you're fully aware that e-commerce is in its infancy. These opportunities, I'm confident 20 years from now, we will still have retail arbitrage opportunities. I was saying that five years ago and 10 years ago and 15 years ago when people were saying, Oh, the retail arbitrage concepts are fading. No, they're not going anywhere, guys, because 90% of all retail is still done traditionally. Mm-hmm. And big companies like Walmart are shipping way too much inventory to some places and not enough to others. We're the ones who come in and balance it back out and make a profit doing it by getting stuff online. 
but yeah, the op- huge opportunity. So I love you started with retail arbitrage, which which some people don't want to do, but man, it's do it. I encourage everyone do a little bit of it at least to get your feet wet and get a feel for it, and then build a team and have them do it for you. It's a very simple business model. It's a great learning opportunity, especially at the beginning. You learn the basics. It was probably two years ago. I was teaching a business plan class. And my philosophy was instead of telling the students, this is what you have to write about, I'm like, you pick. And I always start the semester out and introduce who I am. You know, I tell them I'm a Christian, I tell them I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm an entrepreneur. And then they always ask, well, what do you do? And I, I'm like, so you heard of this small company called Amazon? And they're like, yeah, we buy stuff off of there. And I'm like, well, thank you. We appreciate your support. And so I tell them what we do and tell them the opportunity. And I had one student, uh, Nick won't mind, so I'll drop his name. But Nick came in and stopped me after class and says, tell me a little bit more. And then he'd come to my office after class. And then we'd meet up. We finally got to the point where we could meet up. And I'm like, hey, you got to check out this opportunity. You got to start with retail arbitrage. So we'd go to a Walmart or we'd go to Walgreens down the street. And I'd show him, okay, start here. But there's other things in the store that you could still move from the Springfield market to a bigger market. In that first month, he started, uh, what was it, late November, mid-November. And so he was there for about a month before Christmas was over. And he did 10 grand in sales. And he even came to me and said, if you had told me I was going to do $10,000 in sales, I would have laughed at you. (laughs) Right. But now he does 20 to 30,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's graduated with the with the degree in entrepreneurship, but he does twenty thirty thousand a month in sales, and he works for himself. I love it, you know. And that's to me, that's a win. Yeah, that's a win absolutely. from a teacher's teacher's perspective. That is a win. That's a huge victory. You know? I mean, I, I would love to have had those advantages. Yeah, I didn't start figuring this stuff out till my mid thirties. Is when I started thinking this way. Mm-hmm. You know? And I look at my 15-year-old and my 18-year-old and they, they can do this stuff in their sleep. I'm like, man, what an incredible opportunity they have ahead of them. They have a 15-year head start. Absolutely. And, I know and, you referenced Dave Ramsey before, right? But what's he oh, saying? Yeah. If you can get a 15-year-old to start investing, you know, mm-hmm. 50 bucks a month. Yeah. But he, but he even starts, says at age 18, from age 18 to 30, invest 50 bucks a month. You've got a multimillionaire. They will beat us. Oh, if yeah. we if we don't start until thirty, and that's to me that's the same concept, same premise, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, just well, you know, and and I talk this way very openly with, uh, especially with my eighteen year old who's really running full speed into the internet e commerce world right now. And I, the thing I'm encouraging him is relationships, 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 relationship capital, because just like Dave Ramsey would tell us, hey, putting ten dollars in the month is a big deal, and letting that compound over time, and you're going right. to be a millionaire, kind of thing. Same thing's true with relationships. Mm-hmm. If you're out there intentionally building great relationships with great people, surrounding yourself with great people, that pays huge dividends for you and for them, mutually beneficial relationships. And that's what I believe. That's why God gave us business was so we would establish healthy, mutually beneficial relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, It totally makes sense. But even if you don't subscribe to a biblical worldview, it makes a lot of sense that if I have a lot of people who really like me and I'm benefiting them in some way, I'm going to do okay. It's that simple. So you tie the e-commerce concepts in with strong, healthy relationship concepts. Uh, That's all being an entrepreneur is. It's being willing to serve and being okay with profiting financially as you do it so you can serve more people later. 
but yeah, have, having that perspective as a kid. And I just love that we've got good people in the university system, the education system, which many people would say, oh, it's broke. But you know, there's really good people like you who are in there teaching the right things, the right way, truly trying to set kids up for success. And I think there's a lot that the university can learn from the way we educate. And we have things sure. we can learn as well. So I love this cooperative relationship we're starting to build with universities because we know the game is changing, man. I, I know I wouldn't want to own you know, $30 million worth of brick buildings right now and say, this is where education happens. <laughs> I, I'd be a little nervous if that was my business model right now. You know, I mean, to be honest, but the more we're starting to see ourselves inserted into universities and, and other great entrepreneurial concepts from the e-commerce world, I'm encouraged. I see, you know, I, there's change. There's already been a lot of change. There's a lot more change coming oh, as, yeah. as this all settles out it's going to be harder and harder for universities to justify. I mean, just yesterday, I don't know if you saw this in our Facebook group, but a day or two ago, we had someone post that, I mean, they just spent $120,000 on a business education at a major university, a top business university, they didn't say which one. And they said they've received 10 times the value being a part of our community so far. So yeah. like, wow, there's your competition universities. You better be paying attention to this stuff. Invest $400 in the PAC program versus... 120,000, you know, yeah. after the, after he went through the university. And mm-hmm. part of my vision and the vision that uh, of the curriculum team and the faculty and the entrepreneurship program is, is we see that. We yeah. see the value the students are getting currently and don't really like it. We, we want to make a change for the students and we want to put them in a better position when they graduate. And we see this model as just, just the start. And again, it's not just for business students that we're, that we want to use this for. If all goes, goes as planned and it gets passed through the different steps and processes. I mean, we're, we're opening up the door. First step is to anybody that wants to take it, that has, that has an idea or wants to learn and then go from there. And, And it could simply be the bridge that we use to bring them over to the entrepreneurship program and give them some more information to give them a little bit more guidance. We'll see. I mean, sky's the limit. You yeah. know, the, the future looks bright. I'm super excited. I'm sure my students right now get tired of me talking about this <laughs> um, because I interject what I do, Amazon, what you do, Amazon, what we all do in the Amazon world. I interject that in my management class. I was telling you earlier that my boss basically in a meeting said, go big, go bold, try different things. If you fail, do something else. Just keep trying some new different ways. And so I had my syllabus all done. And I didn't tell you this part, but I had my syllabus all done. We had this meeting, which was actually about 24 hours after I had emailed you initially about getting some just talking to you about using the pack in the class. And so I went into class. At the very end, got done through the syllabus, all that stuff. And I'm like, hey, I want to try something different this, this semester. Boss said it was okay. Um, <laughs> Ask I'm gonna forgiveness, bring, not right. permission, right? Here we go. Let's Here go. we go. <laughs> I said, uh, this is not a graded project because I don't know how to grade it. And to me, if I don't know how to grade it, that means I may be onto something. Um, <laughs> oh, dude. And, and so... That's tweetable. The new mantra for the educational system, only do things that can't be graded. Um, <laughs> but I told him I want, I want them to have, some, have, have a stake in it. I'm a competitive person. I mean, I love playing golf. And you know, we actually have a, a co-ed softball t- game tonight. And my wife plays and we have friends that play, friends of our kids at school, you know, their parents. And 
And so I walk into class and I bring a couple products that I don't have listed yet. I have them at the warehouse. And I walk in, I said, okay, you got a couple choices. You're going to have a couple of teams of two to three. And here they are. I want you to figure out how to create that shareable moment. You know, kind of taking some path proven Amazon yeah. formula tools. <laughs> and it's like, these aren't my products. I don't have them listed. Dig it. But have, create a shareable story, a shareable message or yep. a shareable concept about this product. Yep. And that's beautiful. Oh my gosh. If Brett was here right now, he'd be like doing backflips. I love it. So shareable, you're taking shareable uh, concepts into the classroom. Dude, and we're going we're gonna to play them. We're going to mm-hmm. share them in class. I told him I'd bring pizza in because, you know, I got to get them to do it somehow. And I, I didn't want to necessarily punish them for something I didn't know how to quite grade yet. <laughs> and, and so, and I don't know if I ever want to grade it, but so they, we're going to watch the videos in class. We're going to enjoy some pizza. And the class, though, is still going to choose the best video. Gotcha. And then I told them, I'll, I'll work out some deal with them that we use that video and actually go launch it on Facebook, you know, with the product behind it. And the, the team that does the best, I told them I'd give them a prize, you know, gift card. To, we just opened up a new coffee shop and bagel shop in our building downstairs and said, hey, I'll get you a gift card for each person on the team because you, you have to have some incentive. And so... Dude, you're that you're that cool professor I wish I had, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. You know, it's not test day yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But no, that's just that's so awesome. You know, one thing that I would be curious to see, just kind of listening through your model, there is, you know, our instincts as far as picking which one's going to hit it big. Oh yeah, Brett and I to this day, like, sure, show us ten videos. You think we developed these skills? Like, oh, that's the winner. No, and it fails. The court of public opinion. Is all that matters. You get it out there on Facebook, you throw $20, $30 at the ad. Absolutely. At the video, then you know. But guessing, yeah. but no, I love that. I love that that's you know, how you're going to kind of, but I'd be interested to see what the class thinks versus what actually happens. No, I, I'm going to take some good notes just to see that exactly. I mean, yeah. you're right. Uh, my opinion means nothing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. everybody else's. And so mm-hmm. my students are like, well, what's going to happen? I said, well, if this takes off, and we get a couple of those videos to hit. That to me is the seed for that student business concept we were talking about earlier. That the profits, the proceeds, they don't go to me. That's not what this is about. This is the profits and proceeds. They go to scholarship. I love that's it. That's part of why I want to create the student-run business um, that we talked about earlier uh, off camera. And, and part of that is to lower that uh, that cost of higher education. You know, because I want students to be able to do these things, but at the same time, you know, if they're taking time to make this video, they're taking time to, cause they asked, they're like, Hey, can we get actors? Can we go get other people involved? I'm like, you have the product and that is my limitation. And it has to be a video that your grandmother can watch. You could play in church, you know, and, or you'd show your kids. That's, that's yeah. my parameter. So I love it. Good uh, job. Good call, man. You know, but we'll see, we'll see at the end of the semester, I'll have them all. We'll play them all. And, how Who knows? fun is that? I'd love to hear how that experiment goes. I'll, I'll keep informed. For the benefit of the uh, listener who may not know what the PATH or the Proven Audience Formula is, there's a book on Amazon.com that you can go grab called, it's titled Proven Audience Formula. It's a cheap, very inexpensive book, but it gives several examples of what we just talked about. Or there's a course at ProvenAudienceFormula.com if you want to dive a little deeper. But that's part of the content that we're training in our community right now. It's basically, you know, you've heard us talk about using Facebook creatively to generate a lot of traffic and then do what you want with that traffic. 
based on shareable stories. And, you know, I, my suspicion is it's going to be the kid who turns on his iPhone and has his roommate act stupid for 30 seconds with the product. That's the winning video. It's <laughs> Probably not the audio or no. video or actors from the school of acting at the universe. It's going to be that kid who has a goofy roommate and, you know, just turns him loose for 30 seconds, you know? Yep. That's what works on Facebook. So it's, it's not a matter of the high-end production skills no. and those sort of things. Because if it looks and feels like a commercial, that's what we've learned. People turn it off. Absolutely. Unless it's just amazing. And you'll see some examples where people just go like $5 million deep into making an amazing, entertaining. But we're not going that way. We're turning our video camera on, our cell phone camera on for 30 seconds, a minute or two tops, and creating stuff that gets seen by tens of millions of people for a few hundred dollars of ad spend. I mean, that's the magic. So yeah, thanks for bringing that. I didn't expect that to even enter the conversation today. But man, this is brilliant stuff. I think this is the kind of interview where people are going to want to hear an update like a year from now or you know, whatever point we've got some updates. We're definitely going to have to have you back, man. Not a but problem. Love to. I, I love I love that you know, you, you're in the traditional education system, but you've built your own Amazon business. It's going well. You started with retail arbitrage. You're including students in the business. You're bringing proven Amazon course concepts into the classroom, proving them out even further. And we're giving kids options. You know, as they hit the job market, it's not just their resume and their degree. It's, you know, while I'm looking for a job, I could be making money, $10,000 a month selling on and Amazon, maybe that becomes their career. They become a consultant. But we're giving kids options. Yep. Uh, so kudos to you, man, just for, for being in the role you're, you're in and, and being that cool professor I wish I'd had. I've only got one prof that I walked away from the university experience going, man, I, I can keep in touch with that dude and learn a lot. All the rest of them, I was just like, couldn't wait to get out of there, to be honest with you. I mean, there were some nice people, but as far as taking life skills that really served me well. So you're that guy. Man, for a lot of kids, I bet you are that guy. So kudos to you, man. But anything you want to leave the listener with? Any any final thoughts or encouragements as we as we start to land this plane? You know, it's when I first started this process, and I know most of your listeners. I mean, you have a whole spectrum from from very beginning to multi million dollars. I'm in the middle, you know, towards the lower end. You know, I started this business to be honest because I, I enjoy what I do. I don't see people like, well, when are you going to quit? I'm like, I'm not going to quit. If anybody yeah. quits, my wife quits. You yeah. know, her job's way more stressful than mine. You know, I, <laughs> right. I, I, I teach class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm generally in my warehouse doing another thing I love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not work. My students come down if they want to come down and enjoy the process. But you know, if this is if this is something you want to do. Awesome. I, like I said, I, I started it because I wanted to take my kids on a vacation every year. I wanted to go somewhere. And we've, we've gone to Disney, I don't know, every year for the last five or six years. <laughs> We're a Disney family too, man. You know, and everybody from the Midwest heads south and we go on vacation. Yeah. I love it. Yep. yep. We, uh, we surprised them. We're going to go in February. Oh, and, uh, you know, and that's, that's part of why I do this. I mean, I don't pay myself other than I take enough out to go on a little vacation. But this is, a, is an opportunity for, you know, our current members, kids growing up, we can change the course. You know, you're changing the course for them. Um, I'm talking with a, uh, a private school. It's a homeschool co-op right now about getting their students to come over, their, their junior seniors to come over to the warehouse and to learn. 
about this this concept of Amazon. I mean, you know, imagine that a small a small business, you know, that Amazon is. What's Bezos, the richest guy in the world now? You know, but uh, it's the opportunity is endless, and we know we need to make some changes. We know that the the, the environment outside the university is also changing, and there is way more opportunity for for our kids. And so hopefully this is one opportunity we can put in front of them to prepare them when they graduate. Like you said earlier, they don't got to work. They don't have to go work for another company. And if they do, maybe it is just consulting. You know, they've got their Amazon business. Um, I've got a student in one of my classes right now. Every day I ask him because he sells usually textbooks. And I, and I ask him every day, I said, what, what did you list today? You know, or I'll, I'll call up a former student. And the first question I usually ask him is, what have you done for your business today? You know, I love it. And, and so just keep pushing. Don't stop. There's a ton of opportunity. Retail arbitrage is not dead. Uh, is, it, is it as easy as it used to be? No, but it's not dead. There's still great opportunity, but just be creative with it. You know, go, go to some of the trade shows, go to ASD. I can't wait to create a short-term study away, domestic study away and take students there. That's my next plan. Or we're going to do this, and then I'm going to call you, Jim, and say, hey, I'm bringing students, and they, it, they have a budget, and they have to find product, and they have to do their research and presentation while we're there, and we're going to buy and sell the product so we can create some scholarship revenue for them. I love it. You know, we're having a lot of success mentioning, talking about ASD. Our coaching director, Nathan, loves it. Mm-hmm. Not, for the, not for the reason of going and finding and buying inventory, but for finding partners. Because a lot of these companies have been approached about Amazon before and they yep. don't like Amazon. They'd yep. rather not be on Amazon because they'd gotten burned, didn't know what they were doing, had a bad seller, price got driven below their, you know, the line where they'd like to see it. But you come to them and say, hey, I could be your one guy and all I need is a commission and I will honor your pricing. I know how to market on Amazon. They love that pitch. And there's thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of companies and brands out there that are dying for someone to come along and make that offer to them mm-hmm. because they don't understand this, what they think is a very confusing landscape, but they know it's coming. So, I, you know, that's the, that's the angle we're taking very successfully awesome. approaching manufacturers and wholesalers to say, hey, you know, let me be your Amazon guy and partner with be you. Be the expert. Yeah, let me be the expert. Offload that on me and I'll, I'll, I'll navigate that whole, that whole uh, arena for you. Yeah, it's a huge, huge opportunity. That's something that's built in. Again, the proven Amazon course we talked about. That's the PP mm-hmm. module. You've seen it, the proven performance products or a proven product partnering. I'm sorry, proven product partnering. It's a module in the course. Uh, yeah, so let's do it, man. We have people at ASD every year and, and that's just one of many big shows. And, and you're oh, sure, not sure. afraid to go to China. I mean, there's some, oh. the, the opportunities out of China and uh, we're getting excited about Guatemala right now and mm-hmm. so many different places where you can source great product that's not on Amazon yet. Absolutely. Potential. So, man, I just, I love the partnership. I love the budding relationship that we're building with, with universities and, and you're, the, you're the liaison right now between <laughs> the two and you're doing a masterful job, man. Excited to see where this goes. Uh, we are too. And, you know, all goes well, you know, it's a process, but we hope to have these, these courses up and running, the certificate up and running. Our, our goal is uh, the latest of, of next fall because that's right. just how the process works. It takes a little uh, time. It yeah. does. It does. But, you know, based on our partnership that we, we grow and develop and, hey, this could, this could be a, a new platform for other universities just to mimic and copy. Who knows? Absolutely. Uh, we're yes. just 
Because you're creating a, it's like a three, a nine credit hour kind of series of, of classes is what we're Absolutely. building, right? Based yes. on the proven Amazon course. And here's how yep. you go apply it in a university setting so you can get accredited. You can get credit for, who knows, we may have a, a minor in Amazon selling at some point as an offering at a university. You know, it'd be cool to have Missouri State be the first to come out. But yeah, we're all about that. You know, because our heart is education. Your heart is education. Hey, let's work together and equip these kids to succeed. So. Well, Dana, you've been a phenomenal guest today. Appreciate, I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. I'm gonna I'm gonna address the listeners now for just a minute and thank them for hanging out with us and thank them for being a part of the Silent Sales Machine Radio. Because without you listening, we're just a couple dudes chatting. But hey, tell your friends, tell people that you think could need this. Maybe you've got a kid who's considering going off to college and they don't know what they want to study. Hey, have them listen to this. Hey, have them consider this as part of their perspective and making that decision of you know what do they expect out of a university experience and, and how. How, what role does being an entrepreneur maybe play in what they should be taking away from their educational experience? Uh, because we hope to encourage kids. And, you know, like you've heard me say before, I think everybody's an entrepreneur. Whether you've got one customer, and that's the business owner that you work for writing you a check, or you've got a bunch of customers. I say, hey, why not do both? You know, why not have a part-time income, building an e-commerce business? And that's what we love to help people do. But Thanks for being here today, Dana. You did a great job. We'll have you back again. Listener, you know we're in your corner. God bless you. You're a fellow business building warrior, so you know we're in your corner. We're here for you to support you. And as I'm recording this, we're about to pass 50,000 members in our Facebook group, if we haven't already, which is really cool. So if you're not in our free Facebook group, check the show notes at silentgym.com. We'll give you links to everything we talked about today, as well as a link to our Facebook group. So you can jump in there for free hang out with a bunch of other cool people who use the internet creatively. But hey, we'll do this again real soon. Let us know what you thought about this video content. If you just listened to the audio, hey, go check out a little bit of the video on YouTube and give us some feedback. Let us know. Leave us a comment, thumbs up, subscribe so you get notifications when we do these in the future. All right, I'm going to sign off here. God bless you guys. Talk to you again real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.